Welcome back to the Last Prepper Standing Podcast. Today I'm talking about how to find other preppers and what I really call group building. I think it's important to build your group. I think it's so important that I put it as one of my four pillars of prepping and it's something that I think most preppers struggle with. It's very easy to find like-minded people online. It's a little bit more difficult to find people in real life. That's what I want to talk about, especially on the heels of my experience doing so. Now, I've tried to leverage my social media accounts to a point where I'm going to be able to build up an online network that directly facilitates meeting other preppers. And that's what I'm doing with the Oasis Network. Not only is it going to be an actual physical location um, for people to go if shit hits the fan, but I also want it to be an online community, which with the Mighty Networks, I I have that available to me. And one of the cool things is when you're on that network and you're in our group, you're able to find people near you. Now, once you find those people near you, you have to make, and this is what the number one thing I suggest for people to do if you want to find like-minded people and you want to partner with, network with, and build your group with, is you have to put in the effort to do so. If you want to find other preppers and you want to want to uh, work with them, you have to put in the effort. It really all comes down to that. Now, the easiest thing um, to do is really to build up your group through your family and friends. Now, I know that a lot of us struggle to get our family and friends on board with prepping. Well, that's where you got to really kind of put your nose to the grindstone and just keep working at it. Now, nobody really likes the I told you so prepper. Nobody really likes to have to harp on the doom and gloom of it. So sometimes you just have to put in the action or not sometimes, but always you should just put in the action over words. Um, You don't need to get them to completely buy into your work, but you need to leverage the opportunities to highlight how your prepping benefited you and how it could benefit them when you're talking to your friends and family. I think on the hills of 2020, we all had a great window and a great opportunity. I think some people squandered that window and squandered that opportunity by being more like, I told you so, I told you so, than, hey, you know what, this is what I was talking about, this is why I prep, um, can we evaluate where you're at? Let's talk about how we can help each other in the future. What do you wish you would have done different versus the just beating your own chest about how right you were? And I think I've fallen uh, somewhere in the middle with that. I've done a little bit of chest pounding. I've done a little bit of uh, consulting and and coming to the terms that, hey, you know what? I guess I was right. Let me show you how you could be right too. So I encourage you guys just to keep taking action. Action, action, action is going to be what it's all about. Now you got to keep in mind too, it takes time to develop trust and you can't rush it. So if you meet someone and you're of like-minded, um, you you have the like-minded mindset of wanting to prep or be prepared, or you you have the same political views and you're worried about the future of this country, then you just need to take time to develop that friendship and not try to go over the top with it right away. I think just like anything, you know, we have lifelong friends who we trust and love, but we didn't get to that point overnight. So you got to understand when you're meeting new preppers or new friends and family, some of them might not have put all the chips on the table. You might not want to put all your chips on the table too, just for kind of OPSEC reasons, but you don't want to rush it and you shouldn't have, um, 
kind of grandiose expectations about where the relationship's going to go. Just let it go naturally and flow. But again, it comes back down to effort. Now, with my social media last prepper stand, you guys may have seen, I got to meet up with Eric and uh, we went out to his property, got to check it out, did some hunting. It was really cool. It wasn't that far away. And we got to talk about a lot of different stuff and just get to know each other and, and start that foundation of being like-minded people into prepping, into survival, into hunting, and get to work on that relationship and really just see where it goes from there. So again, you have to make that effort. A lot of people will talk to somebody online. They may be in the area, but they never really make the effort to connect and develop that friendship. Now, I know personally, as you get older, it's awkward. It's weird. It's a little... um kind of nerve-wracking to do because you hear the horror stories about meeting somebody from online, but it's just an uncomfortable position that you have to make the effort uh, to do. And I really commend Eric for for being so inviting and inviting me out to his property and just us being able to get to know each other. And hopefully this is going to develop into a great friendship that when she hits the fan, we know we got each other's back. We've we've developed this friendship over time and we're able to um, execute any plans that we may come up with. Now, it's difficult, yes, to take these online relationships and turn them into actual in real life relationships. It may be easier to find people in areas in real life and then develop it into a relationship. I probably wouldn't lead off the gate um, with, hey, I'm a prepper. Are you a prepper? Have you ever thought about prepping? You just need to let it go slow and use the common interest you may have and lean into it or lean into and take opportunities to talk about prepping in a lighthearted, hey, kind of way versus you need to do this now. The world's coming to an end. That's a big turnoff for a lot of people who might be casually interested in doing it. Now, there's a couple places I wrote down for you guys to think about about where I think you would probably find people who are like minded. And, you know, if you get into overlanding it would be a great way to meet people who potentially probably would be into going off grid living a sustainable life style should probably be very open to prepping. Now, obviously their main focus is probably going to be their vehicle, um, the different locations, all that type of stuff. But it's definitely a gateway into getting somebody or meeting friends who could be into prepping. Um, Hunting clubs, gun ranges, those should be obvious ones. It's a little awkward to maybe meet somebody there, but if you go on a consistent basis, you introduce yourself. And like I said, it just goes back to, it takes time to develop that trust and, and takes time to engage in conversations. One thing I've worked on this year is actually slowing down, trying to listen to people, let them talk, have meaningful conversations. I'm kind of a move, move, move. Let's keep it going type guy. I don't know you. I don't want to get to know you, but I've been trying to slow it down a little bit so I can maybe meet more people who are like-minded, who actually share more of the same interest I do. So I'm not feeling so isolated on my prepping journey. Um, gun ranges, hunting clubs, those are all great. Church, if you're into if you're into that, that's going to be a great way to find people. There's a lot of scripture that talks about the benefits of prepping too, so you may be able to ease into it that way. But from my my standpoint, you know, I don't try to push the religious stuff a whole lot, but I think you're going to find people if you have religious tendencies, you're going to find those people are going to be the 
people you really want to be around the most. Now, another place is going to be a martial arts. Now, it could be jujitsu, boxing, kickboxing, uh, wrestling, anything that's just kind of self-defense oriented. You might find people there who are into preparedness and they're into making sure that they're hard targets and they want to be able to protect themselves when shit hits the fan. And part of their prepping plan is having a martial arts background. So that's going to be a great place to, to meet people. And it's definitely going to be one of the places where you're going to want to take that time to develop the relationships. I wouldn't lead off with, hey, I'm here because I'm a prepper. I want to learn how to defend myself. Have you guys bought into food storage and just go off the rails with it? You're going to turn people off that way and you're going to seem like the kooky prepper guy. Um, community gardens. Uh, farmers markets, doing local charity events. You're going to find people who really love and care about their communities in those type of areas. And it's going to be a great way for you to network, take the time to develop the relationships and then expand on the prepping from there. So a lot of it really comes down if you want to find other preppers you have to take the action you have to make sure that you're not coming from a i told you so point of view and you need to really just let the relationships develop i've slowly had a couple co-workers over the course of uh going on seven years being in this area, get into prepping, ask me about questions about prepping, just because they kind of know in the shadows that I do it. I don't hammer anyone with it. I don't harp on them with it. I just lead by example. And a lot of that could go with your own family too. And maybe even in particular, you want to make sure that you do that with your old family. It's just work the opportunities you get to talk about your prepping, but don't harp on them. Don't hang on them with it every second of every day. Some of it you got to keep to yourself. Some of it you just got to be the leader and do the work that needs to be done of prepping and just when they come along, they come along when it's time for them to do work. When they see all the prepping payoff, they're going to know why you did what you did. So with all that being said, I want you guys to really think about that community as we go into uh, the fall season here. There's a lot of opportunities to network and connect with people and families are going to be brought together for Thanksgiving and Christmas and a lot of um, seasonal events like Halloween. There's going to be a lot of opportunities to really just work on bonding with your family and friends, to meet new friends, to create new opportunities. This is a great season for that, a great time for that. So just keep all that in mind as we go throughout our days. And again, I really encourage you guys to follow me on Last Prepper Standing, sign up for the Oasis Network. I'm still just going to keep it at $25 as we grow this network. It, it gives everybody such a huge opportunity using the um, Near Me feature and being able to find people in your area. There'll be a link to the Oasis Network in the bio. All the money and proceeds go to this. that go to this. I'm putting aside to build and buy a actual location for everyone to go to. They'll be open to the public. There's different membership levels. We only have a few members who are actually going to be invited to the location right now. But as it grows, we'll make other opportunities available. But the online community part is only going to be the 25 bucks, so people can network. Um, it's going to be a very open platform. If you got stuff you want to sell, links, as long as it's prepping related, you're going to be able to do it in there. There's actually a whole room and, and topic uh, 
uh, set up for that. A lot of stuff going on that is in the development stages, but also kind of rolled out. It's rolled out, but it's still developing. So if you guys got any questions about it, you could DM me at Last Prepper Standing. Uh, feel free to reach out to me there anytime. Or American Prepper Group, the Oasis Network, the Prepper Syndicate. I'm pushing other people's content. So if you guys want to get your content seen and you want me to share it on there, I'm happy to do that as well. It, to me, it's all about building community, whether we're building community online, whether we're building community in real life. We have to work at it. We have to up the numbers of people who are engaged in this. So if shit hits the fan, there's hopefully a percentage of people who are taking care of that when people flood the uh, system for relief and help, it doesn't make the collapse even worse or even harder. So keep that in mind, guys. There's just one thing I'd like to talk about, too, with the hurricane. You know, the biggest takeaway I got from people trying to survive and make it through the hurricane is that they wish they put money aside or had the credit or the ability to leave their jobs a little bit earlier, leave town a little bit earlier, take the time off. Because a lot of people wanted to get out of town um, that I talked to, but they couldn't. Now, luckily, most of the people I talked to didn't suffer the catastrophic damage that you're seeing. I don't know anyone. Um, obviously, a lot of people did, but I don't personally know anyone um, who hit had that high level of damage done or ha- are dealing with that. They're more on the outskirts of it. But the biggest feedback I got was, you know, I couldn't really leave a few days early. So that hampered me. I had to stay in the area. I couldn't afford the hotels at these high inflation rates. I couldn't afford to be able to um, pay for the hotel, the food, all the stuff that comes along with being on the road, the gas, all that stuff. So really the natural disasters, some some catastrophic events that might come up in your life with just an engine failure on your car or an unexpected house repair or something like that. Those events could set you back even further than something uh, on a big catastrophic level could. And they're actually probably more likely. So I preach finance, financial preparedness a lot. You'll hear a lot of other preppers talk about that. So just keep that in mind. Um, great example or not a great example, horrible example of, of what just happened with the hurricane and a lot of people being forced to stay in that situation due to financial reasons. So until next time, guys, um, give me a shout on so- the social medias. Follow the link in the description for this podcast if you want to join the Oasis Network. Or if you have any questions about the Oasis Network, feel free to reach out to me. Pretty soon, I'm going to have Frederick Ready on the podcast. It's going to be a pretty important episode. I know he's one of my most popular favorite guests. I got, I'm trying to book some other guests, too, to come on the show. Got a lot of stuff I want to talk to people about. I think you guys really want to hear from other preppers in the community. So until next time, last prepper standing. See you guys. Stay safe. Keep, keep preparing.